0: Welcome to the first Yorkshire Insight podcast of the 22-23 school year. I'm Lori Darnell, here with Callie Randall, and Michelle Young, our technical expert. We're all on the Yorkshire Academy's admin team, and our guest today is Lisa Ashman, Yorkshire Academy mom to three wonderful Yorkshire students, as well as a very connected person within the Houston expat community. We've asked her here today to discuss what it's like to be an expat parent at Yorkshire, but also just in general. So let's begin In the know with an expat experience expert, which is not easy to say, episode number nine. Welcome, Lisa. Thank you for inviting me. So, please tell us a little bit about where and how you grew up. So,
1: I grew up in the northeast of Scotland in a city called Aberdeen, which is the oil capital of Europe, significantly smaller than Houston, it's about 350,000 people. And I have two brothers and two sisters, and all of my family are still In in Aberdeen.
0: Yes, and they must love having you here. Do they visit? They do visit and we were home for 10 weeks during the summer. Okay, that's so. that's gotta help. So how did you guys end up in Houston? My husband works for
1: Chevron and working for an American operator, you know, at some point you're always gonna end up with a posting in Houston. So he selected a posting here based on what he wanted to do, um, career development and job wise.
0: Okay, so describe what that's like. You find out and then you decide to take out. And then what do you do first?
1: Well, it's never a, a big shock about moving because you've already applied for the job. So you know you're moving, you apply for the job, you find out you got it two weeks to a, m- a month later, and then you start the process of getting visas if they're required. So normally that's around a three-month process. Okay. It's normally three months from finding out you get the job to moving. And so the first thing that we will do is go and look for a school. Or first thing I will do is <laughs> go and look for a school for the children. Because having three children, it can be difficult to find three places in one school, particularly with twins. That's what happened with Yorkshire initially. We couldn't find two spots for the twins in the preschool. And we had to put them to a different nursery for one year before we could get them into Yorkshire. Okay, so how did you hear about Yorkshire to begin with? So every time we have a new posting, I'll go online and look for expat groups in the city that we're moving to. In particular, I'll look for a British expat group because obviously I am British. (laughs) And I will start asking lots of questions about where should we live? Which schools should we consider? What areas are nice to live in? And you get a huge amount of feedback from these communities. People are really willing to help you and give you what their experience has been of living in that city. And frequently you'll also find that somebody you know from a previous posting might also live in that city or a friend of theirs lives in the same city. And they'll put you into in touch with them and they will give you lots of feedback and advice.
0: Well, was wonderful. So you guys chose school first. Some people might do home first. You guys did school first. So but what were you looking for in that school experience? Well, we came from a really small
1: um, preschool, international preschool when we were living in Copenhagen and we wanted something small here. We didn't want to move the kids from a tiny school to a massive school, particularly when they were so young, because we thought that might be quite overwhelming for them. So we're looking for a nice, small school with a family feel and having a British curriculum obviously helped.
0: Well, there you go. What a good choice you made too. Okay, so once you found the home and the school, then what? Because the next thing to do is to get as rid of as
1: many things from your home as you can. So emptying all your doors and your covers, and you pam off everything you don't want to all your friends. Right. Because you don't want to be transporting things to the other side of the world. And you gather things when you're traveling. people give you things when you're traveling another thing you have to get rid of is your alcohol collection because you're never allowed to transfer alcohol in your shipment so you'll have a big party and try and use up as much as you can sounds great and then give all the rest of it to your friends so you when you're in a location, you end up with a really strange array of alcohols that people give you when they're leaving
0: that is so funny so you must be very popular those last (laughs) few weeks yeah Okay, so how did your kids handle it? I know they're little.
1: Yeah, they were really young, so I wasn't particularly concerned. I think it's a big concern when your kids are older. To move them now would be a much bigger concern because they don't want to leave their friends behind. The age they were at, it was kind of easier. Um, We were happy with the move, so therefore they were happy to move because we're making it something new and exciting, and we're going to make new friends and and go to a, a new school. And we enjoy traveling to different places and living in different countries. I think it's very enriching for the children's development to be able to have all these new experiences. Of course. So where were your other postings? My first posting was to Bangkok for five years. So all the children were born in Bangkok. And then we went to Copenhagen for two years. And this is our fifth year in Houston. And it's hard to to leave a posting. To be honest, I didn't really want to leave Copenhagen. We'd only been there for two years great set of friends it's a beautiful city absolutely loved it but career-wise it made sense um, to move on and one of the hardest things is definitely leaving behind your expat family Uh, you don't obviously you don't have your family nearby to help with your children when emergencies come up so your friends become your family and they're very hard to leave
0: behind can you are you good about keeping up with those is that typical There's a few people, but sometimes you'll fall out of touch with people because life moves on. You can only maintain
1: contact with so many, but those friendships can be really intense because they develop so quickly and you're so reliant upon one another. Right. And I feel like if you ever catch up with those people again, it's like you saw them yesterday. And we have done that. We've caught up with expat families back in the UK that we knew from Bangkok, and it's it's lovely. That's wonderful.
0: And we love like when the Yorkshire families visit on vacation, they go visit someone that's moved overseas. We love that. So your kids handle the move pretty well. How do you handle it?
1: I think um you just get in a zone of I need to organize this, that, and the next thing you write a list and you just tick tick them off as as you go through it. And the more you do it, the easier it gets. Every posting is you you're just tuned into it. you know you know the first time we ever moved, I didn't join any expat Facebook groups or anything like that but as soon as you have children and you realize this is how it works you get straight online look for Brits or expats in the city you're moving to and ask a lot of ask for a lot of information about schools homes.
0: Okay so that was super important the whole expat
1: community was just you rely on other people to give you the feedback that you need uh, and also you often know partners of people who work for Chevron who are already here or have lived here before and they'll give you a lot of feedback.
0: So talk about that challenge of being a spouse um, and working.
1: So it's very much depending on what type of visa that you're on because I'm on an L, my husband's on an L1 visa and I'm on an L2 spousal visa. They've recently changed the rules in that you don't need an EAD to work anymore. All you need is a stamp on your I-94 and you have a work permit as such. But previous to that, you had to apply for a work permit and that could take anywhere from six to eight months. And in some visas, you are not allowed to work at all. So very dependent on the type of visa that you on.
0: Okay, and I should have said for those folks that want to work outside the home because I know and I see um, these expat moms how how hard it is sometimes and how much there is to organize them all so um so what do you think the best decisions other than obviously the school choice Um, school definitely
1: was school definitely was our best decision um happy with all the decisions that we made we we like where we live we have bought a house in a slightly different area of Houston which is very close to some friends um I wouldn't change anything well that's wonderful I'm happy with life here and the way
0: things are set up and well, that's great because I was going to say, you know, um, anything differently. But man, it's terrific. So, can you think of any other resources or anything else you'd like to share? I'd say that the face- Facebook expat
1: groups are definitely the best resource for anyone who is moving to a new location. Um. Obviously, I always look up the British expats because I am British, but mm-hmm. you'll find American expats in Scotland, American expats in Aberdeen, wherever you are in the world. You will find. Your nationality has an expat Facebook group, and you will get so much information from them. People are really, really willing to share their experiences um, with you. Uh, there is, for anyone who's thinking about taking on a posting and doesn't know anyone overseas, there's a Facebook group called Two Fat Expats. That's really useful as well. If you go on there, use the search function or ask questions, you'll get so much information, and people will put you in touch with someone that they know that lives in that country that can help you out with making decisions about schooling and and homes, et cetera. And
0: does the company still help with that? I know they used to. Yeah, the company, you're given a
1: relocation agent, but their job is to get your social security number um, to take you to look at homes that you might want to rent, kind of the the paperwork side of things, but the expat groups will help you with the social side of things. Sure. Yeah. So anything
0: else that you'd like to share? I mean, we covered some great stuff.
1: No, I'd say to anyone now who's thinking of taking an expat posting that we have really enjoyed the postings that we have. It's brought a lot of great experiences to our lives, great opportunities to travel. I, I think that it's built resilience in the children who will continue to do so um, as they move through their lives. Um, go for it if you're thinking of it.
0: All right. Well, all good advice. So thank you so much, Lisa, for doing this and to Callie and to Michelle for handling the technical aspect. And thanks to our listeners. So stay tuned for our next Yorkshire Insight podcast. For more information about Yorkshire Academy, please visit yorkshireacademy.com or our Yorkshire Facebook or Instagram um, pages. So again, thanks so much.